This episode is huge. This contains the biggest secret to manifesting anything. And make sure you stay tuned to the very end because there's some eye-opening stuff waiting for you at the end that will make so much more sense if you listen to the whole episode first. In today's episode, we continue our series on how to manifest. We're up to key number four, and this is one of those keys I talked about being absolutely critical, that if you don't have this key, you can have everything else. In the first three keys, you can do everything perfectly, have the feeling, etc. But if you don't have this fourth key, you're not going to manifest it, or you're going to lose your manifestation. And I talk about this all the time because it truly is the most important foundational key for manifesting anything in your life because it's all based on this key. What you see right now in your 3D reality is a result of this in your current reality. And every circumstance you can imagine, including love relationships, family relationships, fulfillment, health, how you look, the size of your bank account. Everything depends primarily on this. It feeds into Neville Goddard's admonition that there's only self to change. And there are multiple reasons why that's true. We talked a little bit earlier about the everyone is you pushed out analogy, how the world is a mirror, and whether or not you believe everyone is you pushed out, the world does reflect back to you your own beliefs about yourself and your beliefs about the outside world or what appears to be the outside world. So it all comes down to self-concept. I touched on this earlier, but you will not be able to manifest and keep anything in your life long-term unless you level up your self-concept to match the belief and the assumption that you deserve that. And when I say belief, I mean assumption. You have to have a self-concept that supports every manifestation that you want before your manifestation will come and stick around long-term. So you may have success. You may get all kinds of manifestations but they might slip through your hands, and this is always the first place to look when anything like that happens. And in the beginning, when you're learning intentional manifestation and you're dealing with all these programs that are running in your subconscious mind, it can be very frustrating because it can look like everything is going haywire because you're getting these amazing manifestations, and then something awful happens in the next moment. And you're like, what's going on? I've been working on my vibration and my subconscious thoughts. Well, that's just the old 3D reality working itself out. And that is going to happen. And it may be quite turbulent in the very beginning. A lot of people think it's not working because of that, but that's actually a sign it is working because your life is in upheaval, because you're chasing out all those other programs that were running your life, old thoughts that you had that were just one-offs and inner conversations that you have that you don't realize were affecting things, 
they were affecting things, and they are going to all work themselves out. An analogy of water and oil, for instance, they don't mix, but if you keep pouring in water, eventually the oil is going to rise to the top and slough over the side. And that's a great way to think about this. Think about the oil, all the sticky, old, unsupportive thoughts in your life that brought sticky, unwelcome manifestations, circumstances in your life. And you're pouring in this fresh, clean water because you want to manifest these fresh, new things in your life. The oil's still got to rise to the surface and come out in order to exit stage. That's what's going on when you see that. Self-concept is the key to manifesting big things. You can manifest coffees and small amounts of money and all kinds of things and, and even some big things. But if you want them to stick around, you've got to change your state, your permanent foundational vibratory signature. And in order to do that, you have to work on self and you have to work on your self-concept. Your self-concept has to be strong and you have to feel you deserve these things or your subconscious programming will work really hard to get them out of your life because they don't feel right. They don't feel like they're yours because these subconscious programs are still running underneath because you haven't addressed them. Because when you address the subconscious programs and you put new programming in, it's like adding that fresh, cool, clean water and making the old stuff rise to the top, the oil and sloughing off the side. That's what it's all about. Then you have a completely different state. Neville taught that everyone is you pushed out to focus and drive home that everything begins and ends inside of you. You don't even need to believe in everyone as you pushed out. You only need to understand that whether or not it's true, reality operates as if it was true. Whether it is true or not doesn't matter. Don't even bother wasting your time trying to parse out any belief about this. Just go straight to the assumption that it doesn't matter because reality operates as if it were true. Reality works as a mirror, reflecting to you what you believe about everything that you're seeing that appears outside yourself, as well as everything you believe about yourself. You can test this over and over and prove it. It is far easier to see the results in the negative in the beginning, which is why I gave you the example of turmoil at the beginning of this episode, because Prior to getting involved in learning intentional manifestation, we have this lifetime of negative programming and limiting programming to overcome by monitoring our thoughts and feelings and consciously turning them around. In the beginning, it feels like a lot of work because it is a lot of work to teach yourself to think in completely opposite ways. Going from negative, unsupportive, subconscious programming that litters our thinking to intentional, supportive thinking can be work. Mental work, but sometimes mental work is tough work. But it's exciting work because of the results that you get from it. Our self-concept is particularly affected by this negative subconscious programming 
And since self-concept determines what you will and will not allow yourself to have in life, this is critical to manifesting everything you want. You want to work particularly on your self-concept and your self-love. I have self-love affirmations free on YouTube. But it's very important to do the work of reprogramming. And it simply means to imagine the best for yourself and for others. And to affirm that you are kind, generous, loving, helpful. And let's say there's something that you feel like you're not because you've had a hard life. And let's say you feel like you're not helpful because you don't like interacting with people at all. And so you don't because you get hurt when you interact with other people. Because in the past, when you interacted with other people, you got hurt. You always felt like somebody was gossiping about you or so on and so forth. And so you stopped getting involved in things that were charitable and helpful in the community. And I'm just pulling this out of thin air as an example because there could be a million different things that you don't believe about yourself and they are completely false. They're false because you can completely program yourself to be anything that you want. I know somebody who is very proud to say that they have a resting bee face. And they don't say that anymore. They used to always say that they were proud of their resting bee face. And this is a family show, so I'm not going to say the full way that this person said it. What's fascinating was it was a badge of honor. But if you think about it from a manifestation angle, that is sending a message out everyone that sees you about your energy. And it reinforces having that face, right? Because you're going to attract more experiences that reinforce that that mask of the resting face is needed. And it's not because you can reprogram yourself to be friendly and smile and get smiles and friendliness back in return. And it works. 100%. But there's going to be a transition period where it looks like your life is in chaos. Maybe it looks like everyone around you, one minute they're happy, the next minute they're mean. That's one way that this can work itself out again. So don't be hard on yourself at all, ever. Praise yourself. There's a very powerful exercise that was made fun of on Saturday Night Live by a character named Stuart Smalley. He used to sit in front of a mirror and say really positive things about himself. And it was a running joke on the show. This was around the time it became known that this actually worked to change subconscious mind reprogramming. The fact that they were making fun of it almost feels like they were purposely trying to get people not to do it because if somebody has their self-confidence and self-love, there's an awful lot of products that are marketed that they won't need. They're not going to fall for the, you need my toothpaste so that you have shiny white teeth. Because the implicit message in those commercials is, if you don't have shiny white teeth, you're not good enough for the best in life. 
It's very subtle. But if you look at a lot of marketing messages, almost all of them try and convince you you need their products because you're not enough now. You're everything already. If you buy something, it should be because you want it to enhance your life, not because you feel like you fall short. So anyway, the Stuart Smalley exercise, it turns out, is one of the most powerful exercises you can do. And it actually takes a lot of courage for some people in the beginning. Because to look at yourself in the mirror and say things like, you are beautiful, you are chosen, you are so smart, you are wicked intelligent, you are the creator of your reality, and you are a magnificent creator. Look at everything you've created so far. And now that we know how to create, watch where we go now. And you can say things like you're lovable, but you want to say it in the mirror, looking in your own eyes. I am lovable. I am phenomenal. I am worth everything. I am infinite. I am kind. I am loving. I am love. You can make up your own. Make up whatever you want to say, whatever you wanted to hear from someone else, a parent, a sibling, a friend, a boyfriend, a husband, a wife. Say those things to yourself in the mirror because that will get you comfortable with hearing it from other people because you have to be comfortable and believe that you're worth all of these other things before you will allow yourself to have and keep them in your life. So working on your self-concept, working on your self-love, these are very important things. And you can use writing down to find out what beliefs you have about yourself that are not part of a strong self-concept. You can write down things that other people heard that you didn't like and completely turn them around to the ultimate positive. Use strong, powerful words. Words that evoke emotions. The strongest words you can come up with. Those are the ones you want to say to yourself. You are phenomenal. And there is research that shows that saying you are, while you're looking at yourself in the mirror, and I am, and alternating those, work together to get in there to change your self-concept. And this isn't a one-time thing. This is something that you're going to need to do every day, maybe two or three times a day. It's up to you. The longer you do it and the more frequently you do it, the faster it's going to work because you're rewriting these concepts about yourself. And there's going to be some emotions that come up. You're going to get triggered. You're going to say something positive to yourself and you're going to hear your little ego toddler on the rampage saying, no, you're not, no, you're not, no, you're not. And that's when you and your mind are, are going to say, I am. Maybe you didn't believe that in the past, but I am. And you're going to work with me here and you're going to help me because we're going to do this together. Because the ego eventually has to come along because you're rewriting the reality for the ego as well. Eventually it'll fall in line. But depending on how deep your negative programming about yourself is and your self-concept, it's going to rear its head 
quite a few times, and I can't say how long it's going to take you, but you have to be consistent. And I've seen other people say, if you're not consistent, don't bother doing it. I'm not of that camp. Anytime you can find the time, make the time to do this, the more frequently, the better. Ideally, two or three times a day. But there was a study that was done that showed that habits, new habits, take anywhere from 18 to 254 days. And it's person dependent. It depends on the person. Maybe you're the 18-day person. Or maybe like me, you're more like a 254-day person. I used to be. But if you stick with it, in the end, it still works for you. And maybe it's stronger. Maybe the benefit is you're less shakable. The habit is more programmed in you. I don't know. I'm just suggesting that the effort is not lost. The effort is an investment in the future that you dream about. You have to want that future enough to do the work. Because as Neville said, you can't just be hearers of the word. You have to be doers of the word. And doers doesn't mean physical action. Doers means doing the work, the inner work. Not just knowing what you need to do, but actually doing it. So action is not physical action. Action is mental action. There is mental action that has to be taken because that is your only tool, consciousness. That is the only tool you have to change your world. You can work like a dog in the physical world and never get ahead. And I bet you could interview millions of people who have experienced that. It's the mental work, the applying of the knowledge to change your mind, to reprogram your subconscious, to go into meditation, into the silence, and tell yourself wonderful things, wonderful stories. Create your new self as your ideal self. First in the mind, the body will follow. It has to. Remember what we talked about, the law of reversibility. It has to follow. It's the law. This is the most important key to manifesting anything, and that is changing your self-concept into the person that has that manifestation. And I gave you a couple of techniques writing down, talking to yourself in the mirror. But truly, there are tons of techniques. This is where most of the manifestation techniques come in, even if they're not labeled that. Journaling, scripting, affirmations, guided meditations, etc., etc. I shared those techniques because they're very powerful. Writing down and talking to yourself in the mirror in ways that support the creation of a new, powerful, empowered self-concept have a lot of scientific study behind them. And I used to wonder what it meant when I was first studying this 20-odd so years ago. I didn't understand what I needed to do to change my 
self-concept to support the manifestation. I thought it was this big puzzle and I couldn't figure it out. And all it means is simply changing your thoughts from thoughts that don't support the manifestation of something into your life to those that do. In other words, what we talked about in our last episode about monitoring your thoughts and feelings, that's a huge fundamental part of changing your self-concept, which is why we talked about that first. Because changing your thoughts is what creates a new self-concept. And I'm going to do a whole nother video on one of the most powerful ways to change your self-concept so that you truly understand this. That'll be after this series is finished, maybe next month. But regardless of the scientific proof behind the methods that I suggested today, what's important is to do the work. In other words, if other techniques resonate with you more, do those techniques that resonate with you. But you truly change your self-concept by changing your thoughts. Changing your thoughts from, I can't have this, I'm not good enough, to, I can have this, I can have anything I want, I'm a powerful creator. Look at what I've created in my life up to this point. And if you're even a little bit like me, I created a complete disaster in my life before I figured this all out. I realized by looking at the utter disaster I'd created that I was a very powerful manifester. I was just using the power against myself, and I had to learn how to change that. And I changed it by changing the way I thought about myself. From, I don't deserve something, to I do deserve something. And this is something that can be completely subconscious. In other words, you may not consciously realize you feel like you don't deserve something. But if you grew up in a house where you were told, oh, you can't do that, and you believed it because they were the adults and you were just a kid, and you didn't question what they told you because they're adults. They know, right? And if you just accepted what they said and you had that program in you as a little kid, then you may not realize that there's a limitation in there that's making you believe you can't do something. And that's why working on your thoughts to support this empowered and empowering self-concept and self-love is so critical to manifesting whatever you want. Because truly, it's about creating the belief in yourself that you believe you deserve what you want, whatever that is. It sounds so simple, but I know how difficult it can be firsthand. I've lived through it. And that's why I do this. This stuff has fascinated me since I was eight years old. And it took me over 40 years to figure it out. I did all the wrong things. I made all the mistakes. 
I do this on the off chance that I even save one person from all of the pain all of the years that I went through it. Because not only is manifestation real, you're manifesting every moment of the day. And as soon as you realize that and realize that all the effort that you put in to manifest something, which is mental work, is completely and utterly worth it to break out of the patterns that don't support what you want. This whole structure creates this prison. You can't see it, touch it, or smell it, just like the matrix. But it's there, and you can feel it. And you feel confined. And you learn to operate within it, within the limitations that you were programmed to believe. That unprogramming takes mental fortitude. It takes persistence. And it takes patience, but it's worth every moment of effort you put in because what's on the other side is complete and utter freedom. From free to more personal options, following are some manifestation resources you may find helpful. If you're interested in manifesting love, first is the Manifesting Love Journal, available in hardcover and paperback from Amazon. It's a guided step-by-step way to tune in to exactly what you need to focus on to manifest the love you want, whether it's someone already in your life or someone you haven't met yet. All clients who work with me to manifest love pick up a copy prior to our first coaching session. If you're really ready to get serious, book a one-on-one mindset coaching session. One session can get you further in under one hour than you may have gone in the last year. And if you want to take a $497 value manifestation course, that's available right here on the podcast in my How to Manifest Anything series. It's a series of eight episodes of the podcast focused on step-by-step foundational information that you need to know to manifest absolutely anything. This is a must-know manifestation base for any technique that you could possibly use in manifestation. I have more key, in-depth, informational podcasts coming up, and you want to have those eight episodes under your belt for what's coming in 2022. The links to all these resources are in the description. Until next time, remember, always believe in miracles, be well, and be love. You deserve the best. Namaste.